Hello, and welcome everybody to Flickr Effect, episode 374. We are recording this and broadcasting live on Sunday, August 8th, 2021. I'm David Lott. Joining me this week is Yasha Wilson. Hey, 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 everybody. And Michelle Hillard, right here next to me. Hello, everyone. Uh, no Bobby this week. Bobby, unfortunately, could make it, but the three of us will hold things down Plenty to discuss, mostly with probably one movie in particular. We're going to be talking yeah. about uh, The Suicide Squad this week. Um, we'll be talking about that a lot. A couple other things to start off with before we get to that. But um, I, I feel confident we'll decide to get into spoilers on that one. We will give you plenty of warning before we talk spoilers. So if you haven't seen it yet and you're listening or watching, don't don't be too worried. We will, we will warn you before we talk about spoilers. Cool. Cool. Uh, but before we do that, I wanted to bring up uh, one or two things, or at least a couple things we both watched, Michelle. Yeah. Um, we both watched a movie, uh, I don't know, Yasha, have you heard a movie, Werewolves Within? you seen a trailer for that or anything? I have heard of it. I have heard of it. So I'm interested and I'm really definitely excited to hear about your guys' uh, take on it. Um, so Werewolves Within, I don't know how familiar some people are with uh, so I guess technically this movie is based off a video game even though that video game seems to be based off of I don't know Yasha if you've ever heard of the game Mafia which is also called Werewolf There's, Werewolf is like a, a version of Mafia it's like a party game I guess where people yeah it's like a social gathering. yeah you sit around in a circle and everyone is given a different Mm-hmm. Uh, role in the town and then one person is a werewolf and basically then they're every night everyone has to like close their eyes and then like one the werewolf kills somebody and you have to figure out who the werewolf is during the day when everyone wakes up and it's a thing and the game I guess was based on that and that's what this movie is based on it's watching it was basically like watching a game of werewolf it was kind of like watching a game of werewolf um, the movie stars Sam Richardson which I guess he was in the Tomorrow War I haven't seen that yet and I'm not really familiar with what else he's been in. And then uh, I don't know if I can get her last name right. Milana Vaintrub. Most people would know her as the AT&T girl. <laughs> Which yeah. yeah. I'm sure she loves having that, uh, that claim to fame. Claim to fame that's, that's but I think that's what most people would know her as. Um, and the movie, yeah, being based on a game, in a lot of ways, too, it almost felt like watching Clue. It uh, was very Clue-esque. Yeah. It was. But I'll say I really enjoyed it. I It was better than I yeah. expected, actually. I, I mean, I had seen a trailer for it, and it was one of those things where I'm like, eh, okay, that could be fun, maybe. I don't know. And I liked it. Yeah, I think the trailer kind of really gives it like a B-film vibe. Mm-hmm. And it is a little bit, but they're doing it bit. kind of in fun. I really liked it, actually. I, I was kind of surprised. I enjoyed myself watching the movie. And, like, there's other actors that are kind of sprinkled in here and there. The one guy from the show, uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, Harvey Gillen, I think his name is. Yeah, he's in yeah. it. He plays a pretty funny character. Yeah, he's really good in it. He's <laughs> really good in it. Um, yeah, like, it's it, it was enjoyable. Like, you felt pretty immersed in that little town in the situation that was happening pretty quickly and mm-hmm. yeah it was it was a fun one like you know for a scary movie or horror movie i guess it's, right it's a comedy horror thing it's like clue like it's like morbid but funny yeah <laughs> like i don't know it was enjoyable i would definitely recommend it for people it's a it was a good watch actually it was a good watch it's available uh to buy and rent mm-hmm. we rented it uh digitally I should say. I wish I just bought oh. it. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was one of those things where, yeah, it? like, the, so it was good. the purchase price wasn't that much more than the, the rental price. Probably should have just bought it. We probably should have just bought <laughs> it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, we enjoyed it. I, I, we can't talk a lot about it because it, it's kind of a mystery thing, but. I mean, but the premise is the Sam Richardson plays a new ranger in town. And it's a very small town. I don't know if they ever actually say, but it appears to be like in the like Northwest Mm-hmm. I, I got the impression and he's this new ranger coming into town which basically ends up almost kind of playing the role of like the town police officer since there's not really a cop in town yeah I he kind of turned into like the um the sheriff 
yeah. in town. The new sh- it's kind of like came the new sheriff in town kind of vibe. Kinda, even though yeah, he's just like a forest <laughs> ranger. <a> forest ranger. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's being introduced to everyone in this small town by uh, the Milana's. Um, yeah, Milana's uh, character, which is the you know the post post woman po- for the town. And yeah, it goes from there. They, people start dying. They <laughs> end up all like kind of in a group and having to like yeah. try to figure out who the werewolf it is. Was, the fact that there are werewolves and somebody is one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're not spoiling anything. And that's, just... yeah, I mean, the movie's called Werewolves Within. Yeah. So it was fun. It was fun. I I look forward to actually, it's funny. It's as weird as it. I like, I, I drive weird pleasure out of like showing people random movies and I'm going, that was hell of a job. I'm like, I know. I've got good taste. <laughs> That's one you're going to keep in the back burner, you're saying, of like, right. whenever somebody's like, man, what should we watch? We're just hanging out drinking or something. What should we watch? What should we watch? We're like, huh, you know, we hey, watch. I got one you've probably never heard of. And then the other bike, that was really enjoyable. I'm like, I know, thanks. <laughs> I discovered it. <laughs> right. Um, so stupid. So, yeah, that's where it was within. Available to buy and rent. Um, you wanted to bring up. I mean, I saw it too, but yeah. I wasn't planning on bringing it up. You were going to bring was, up. Uh, uh, we wound up watching uh, Peter Rabbit too. Yes, there is that. And it was basically what you would think Peter Rabbit two would be all about. <laughs> uh, it was. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a fun, enjoyable kids movie. I mean, your six year old got a kick out of it a lot. Yeah, she's, it's got she's that kind of giggly. Somewhat slapstick kind of humor. That yeah, the silly humor. The jelly beans were a big thing. I felt like Peter Rabbit too. I know I was getting more of an attempt from that movie to have like a Paddington vibe to it. It was trying. Which I really love those Paddington movies. They're they're quite good for they those are. who have not seen them and would just dismiss a Paddington movie, which I totally understand. Oh, I would have dismissed them too, to a point as an adult. Like, but they're actually pretty good. Actually pretty good. <laughs> um, Peter this, Rabbit ones are not. The Peter Rabbit ones are fine. I mean, you're like, I don't know. They're fine. I don't think it's they're fine. bad. The it's sec, just, the first one lot, is definitely better. It's a lot of the slapstick humor. It's just silly. Yeah. But anyways, no, we saw Peter Rabbit. It was exactly what I expected it to be. And it's fine. But if you have really young kids, I bet you they're going to love the crap out of it. So probably. Yeah. All right. That's really it, other than... Olympics. I have more Olympics ended today. More Olympics. Closing ceremonies right now. Not uh, live. They were not this live. morning. Not live. They were this morning in yeah. Tokyo. But, um, I'm trying to think what... I feel like TV. We're catching up on White Lotus. Ted Lasso. No, no, nothing new. Yeah, Sorry. That's it. I'm just... Trying to make sure you're not forgetting something. I am trying to make sure I'm not losing my mind. That's about where I'm at. And then there's the main event. The Suicide Squad uh, dropped Suicide this weekend. Um, as, I, as I'm as i saying this, I'm realizing I want to bring up uh, Box Office Mojo, but though I, oh, something tells me maybe Yasha already has it in front of him. Um, I do. Oh, he does. Yeah, it did, uh, it did okay. Not great. Um, it's funny. I saw a headline today. You know, basically blaming COVID, which I'm not saying is wrong to blame COVID for how poorly it did in the box office. I mean, it, it did number one, but it made only twenty six and a half million domestically. Yeah, but I, you know, I think it's a combination of things. I mean, I hate to keep pulling the HBO Max card, but especially considering COVID, like when you have HBO Max and you know the. COVID variant is getting as bad as it is, especially in places like we live in Florida. Florida is <laughs> um, just the worst. Like, I, I, you know, there's certain movies that I would think, oh man, I, there's certain movies I want to make an effort to see in the theater and a comic book movie like The Suicide Squad would have been one of them. But I'm like, I can watch this for free at home in 4K. Why go risk my health to go watch this in a movie theater? Um so, I feel like if it had come out like a month ago, I'd probably been like, let's go. Yeah, a month but ago. You're right. I would now have. with the Delta variant and the numbers are high everywhere. But here in Florida, the numbers are scary high. And it's just, mm-hmm. I can't. Uh, it's just it's it's just too much of a risk, I think, right now. Uh, so, no, I, I, on one side, it, it sucks because I like being a proponent of going to the theaters 
and and giving the money in that direction. But at the same time, like I just it's we live in scary times right now. So no, I think seeing it at home was the best choice yeah. for us. So yeah, it sounds like Yasha, it sounds like you also saw it at home. You didn't watch it in the movie theater. I did. I, I had wanted to go see it in the theater, and I was really close to pulling the trigger to going to do that as well. Um, but, I mean, kind of similar to what you were saying, I mean, it's not super bad out here, but not as bad as Florida, I should say. That's that's really what I really want to say, is that it's not nearly as bad as Oh, no, as Florida, Florida's an S-show right now. Don't worry. I mean, it's bad. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, you guys are wild out there. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, here... Here in California, it's just like, I mean, the, the logic was there. It's just like, you know what? I can get up and I can go to the movie theater, but, or why I have, I've already paid for it essentially with HBO Max. Right. It's here. I can watch it. Screw it. I'm just going to watch it here, like, and just have access to it and just enjoy it, you know, in the comfort of my own home and just kind of like, and vibe on it now. That's not to say that I don't want to see it in a theater. I mean, if, things calm down like in the next week and it's still in there like i want to see free guy in the theater like i mean that's coming out next yeah. weekend so it's it, you know it, it sucks that you know we're back to this place a little bit a little um a little bit of fear but yeah no i watched it i watched it at home yeah with free guy i think it's theaters only at least for a little while and i i don't know yeah. that I'm, i want to i really want to see free I guy i really want to see free and guy and i don't think i'm going to a theater to see it i mean like right now it's like Something like the Eternals right now would have to drop in the theater like this weekend for me to go into the theaters right now. Right. But and even then, like now when, when Eternals is coming out, I'm almost like, is stuff going to get worse? And even then, I would probably take like a half day at work so that I could go to the first showing of the day on a Tuesday. No joke. <laughs> so to make yeah, sure so that there's nobody as few in there. people around me as possible, that's when I would cheer Double mask Eternals. up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Don't touch anything. Yeah, for sure. You know what I find? I find sitting also like, I don't know where you guys are at with this, but it's like when I first went to the theater, it's like I sat in the very, very back Mm -hmm. farthest away from the door. And if they have social distancing in the theater, nobody's within a six foot, you know, radius of you. And then everybody's also breathing forward. Right. Whereas in you're already behind them. And that, you know, helps a little bit, at least it helped with my sanity or feeling safe in the grand scheme of things when it came to uh, going to a movie theater. Yeah. But anyways, The Suicide Squad, available now on HBO Max or in theaters, however you decide to watch it. We've all seen it. Yasha, it sounds like you've watched it twice. What did you think of The Suicide Squad? What does that say about your enjoyment of The Suicide Squad? How was it? You know what? I really liked it. I really, really liked it. I thought it was a, a leaps and bounds above from what the first one was. And these characters, I think James Gunn is just an absolute genius. Like, he's just, he understands making characters fun, engaging, shocking, all of that. And I just really, really enjoyed it. The first, I mean, I think I enjoyed it more the second time than I watched it, opposed to just watching it the first time. The first time I was like, okay, that was pretty good. And then I was like, you know what, I think I want to watch it again. I mean, I have it on HBO Max. I might as well, right? So I watched it and I was like, yeah, I actually really like this. I mean, not to give too much away, but it's like, you know, to leave it to James Gunn to take arguably the stupidest character in DC history and make him absolutely hilarious and fun to watch and really, really engaging and wanting to learn more about his history. And I'm talking about Polka Dot Man. But I mean, aside from that, it's just like it was just such a fun fun movie and it really speaks true to these characters because they are you know ragtag they're not heroes they're kind of forced into situations that they don't want to be in and they constantly find a way to screw it up and i loved every minute of that like it was just like there was a mistake here and a mistake here and it was like cataclysmic horrible mistakes and then they still managed to kind of edge out a victory when it comes comes down to it. And I loved all of it. I thought it was I thought it was really good. And I, I mean, I I really enjoyed it. Michelle, what did you think of it? Yeah. Um. So I'll be honest. Like I, the first movie was not good. I think we all can agree with that. Um. So my going into this was very, 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 very low expectations. Um, of what my hope was for this film. And I'll be honest, I came out of it, I really enjoyed it. I 
it was just fun. Like, I think James Gunn just went, you know what? Let's just have fun with it. Let's just go nuts. Who cares? Like, I think he was just very like, we're just going to be crazy. Just let it be what it is and just be crazy and just, you will, will have fun with it. We'll make it really gory. We'll make the death count really high and in ridiculous ways and have a good time doing it. And by golly gosh darn, it was fun. And I, I enjoyed the whole ride, honestly, from beginning to end. I mean, like, I could get nitpicky and could they have maybe chopped a little bit off of one scene, a little bit off another scene, maybe shorten it up a smidgen. But otherwise, it was really well done. It was really good storytelling. And yeah, like, there's some characters you know and some newer ones that get kind of handed out to you and you really kind of grow attached to this really ragtag team of total misfits. Um, but yeah, you really, it's just, it's an enjoyable roller coaster of cr absolute crazy bat s craziness. But in the end, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it was just really good. It was really good storytelling and no surprise. James Gunn has spectacular, you know, needle drop, music throughout the entire film so it was enjoyable to listen to music oh so good right so good so so, so many emotions just yeah. spiraling with that i'm sorry no so I many agree. emotions with just so many different scenes yeah go ahead sorry yeah it's just you know it's just james gunn knows how to tell a story really 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 well and i i i got, I got nothing really else to say i mean i enjoyed it i am pleasantly surprised at how much i enjoyed it it was really really good yeah, me too. I mean, yeah, I don't know what else to add. I also really enjoyed it. I mean, I had high hopes compared to the first film, which, yes, I would agree, the first film was not good. And I, I'd i like to... Th I, I've liked most of the David Ayer films I've seen. I, You know, it does sound like Warner Brothers definitely got their hands in that movie and maybe didn't allow him to either make or kind of edit the film he wanted to make. Um if there's ever hope of seeing a David Ayer cut of the Su of Suicide Squad, I would love to see it because I mean, man, that was one of those movies. That trailer looked that those were it was one of the it's like the perfect example of one of the best trailers we've seen, and then it ended up being just like one of the worst movies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like the trailer, yeah, all that was pretty bad. Pretty yeah, bad. Um, and I I had high hopes that James Gunn would make a you know a good film here, and I think he did. I, I really enjoyed it. I expected to enjoy it. I hope to enjoy it. And I wasn't let down. It was a lot of fun. Um, most of these characters, you're right. Some of them are just ridiculous DC characters that are like, wow, like is James Gunn going a little too far with this? Like I kind of feared that maybe a little bit, like, you know how he is from the guardians of the galaxy films. Yeah. And then you see the trailer for this and you see some of the characters he's throwing in and you're, and I know part of me was like, come on, is he just, taking it too far with like polka dot man His and random characters like come on james ja javelin <laughs> yeah like, you know and <laughs> and no it totally works totally it, worked. It, the, the, you know it especially totally works the it dynamic totally between works. um peacemaker and Bloodsport, i really enjoyed during some of the earlier scenes yeah um i think a standout really was um uh, Daniela Mel Mel yes. Melkor. I don't I don't know how you say her last name. Who played Ratcatcher Two? Yeah, she's really good in it. Um, Did you see that the bit he talked about? He was talking on Instagram. He he had an Instagram post up, and it was pictures of him and her on set. And he wrote a little thing about her, and he basically was just like, she blew us away in the inter in the edition. He right. was like, she's really not done a lot, if anything at all. I don't think. He's like, she came in, and they were like okay, we're really enjoying this. How are you with rats? And they brought one in and she like just picked him up and was just like, look at him. And she like held him and stuff. And they were like, well, this is a done deal. Right. <laughs> I mean, how do you like, <laughs> she was totally cool with it, but he was like, she just had the right heart and spirit for that role. And like, mm -hmm. just a boot. She was totally like, look how cute he is. And they were like, well, that's all that. Was <laughs> like, she was so good. She was, she she was, was so really good. good in it. 
And I actually really liked this version, really this way the Harley has developed, by the way. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. I feel like, you know, we saw a softening of her mm-hmm. a little bit in her own standout, right? Not that that was a really spectacular film, but there was something about her in this one. She's just lighter and more confident. This is kind of the Harley that I think I've always kind of enjoyed. And she's just more like, I know me and I'm good with me. I'm a little crazy, but whatever. Who cares? I liked it so much. I liked her so much because she seems so unpredictable. Like, and it was just like unpredictable, wonderful, and really psychopathic at times. But at the same time, like, this is why I have to do this. This, this makes sense to me. So I'm mm-hmm. going to go ahead and run with that. Mm-hmm. And I really, I really enjoyed it. Like, she wasn't second guessing. Like in Birds of Prey, she was kind of like always second guessing, or it seemed like teetering on, you know, going back and forth from so many different angles but this one she was just like this is who i am like this is this is what i am and she's kind of this is who i am this is what i am and she kind of embraces it wholeheartedly mm-hmm. um talking about stories about how they come up with some of these characters did you read the one about how he came up with putting polka dot man into this movie i don't like, think I did, it was no. super interesting like I, it's it's just funny like he literally googled Who's the dumbest DC character, DC villain? And Polka Dot Man <laughs> came up. It. And he was like, done. Let's put him in the movie. That's what he said. Like, that's, that's what he said. And, I mean, arguably the depth and the, the direction of that character, like, I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Like, I thought it was great. And he was just such a tormented poor guy. And it just it made me laugh every time he was on screen. Like, it was just so, their dynamic and how all these personalities clashed, I thought it was fantastic. So I totally just jumped in and stole the rest of what you were saying. No, I mean, I really nothing else to say. I, I really like the movie. In general, too, I like that I think it's working for DC to, I like they've stated that they're going to do, where they're stepping away from trying to connect everything to as, a, as a larger DCEU, as it's been called. Um, you know, to make these kind of movies where even though they're using the same actors that have appeared in other DCEU films, um, you know, it's, it's not connected really in any way, any obvious way to other movies. They're not going out of their way to like tease any type of future connection. And they're just making, making a solid movie. I mean, even by calling this, yeah. like, the, it, it's it's almost like this is already a reboot of Suicide Squad. I mean, we had Suicide Squad, and now we have like... The Suicide Squad. I mean, yeah. even the way you're titling it, you're not going out of your way to, like, call it Suicide Squad 2. Or, right. You know, it's just like, hey, we're going to take another crack at that Suicide Squad thing because the first movie didn't work out too well. <laughs> and, uh, you know, this definitely did. Um, and... It's nice to see James Gunn for me do something new. Like I've shared my opinion yeah. on Guardians of the Galaxy too. I'm not a huge fan of it. I don't think it's bad, but it's it's not my favorite. I and I think I, I enjoy agree. seeing James Gunn make something different. You know, do I have my hopes that Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy Volume Three will be great? I do. I really hope it is. But at the same time, if I had my choice, I'd rather him than make uh, yet another different film from another property and just. Maybe I, I just have a feeling maybe he's better at just doing something fresh. He brings a freshness and a vitality to things, I think. And, and he's just a different perspective and eye. And I think he really can bring out something unique in different things that people might not have, have thought about or known about. Right. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's... Yeah. It, he, he knows what he's doing if you just let him do what he's, what he's supposed to do. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't really have... Anything else to add? I really like the movie. I mean, do I wish it had done better at the box office? I do. I still, yeah. I don't know what's going on in terms of how they determine how well a movie does and how people get paid based on HBO Max streams. But hopefully James Gunn is still getting a lot of credit and for making a quality film, which I think he did. And I think even like rotten, his Rotten Tomato score is like, last I saw it was like 95%. It was way up there. I was going to say, the only way um, to really validate the good film is to go out and to, to write reviews, to rate them, get get the tomato score up, get other scores up, and just to show, like, yep, nope, it's good. You're not crazy. Sorry the numbers suck, but the film's good. You did good. 
But yeah, in, in a normal world, this is a movie that right. seems like it should have been, you know, a hundred million dollar opening oh. weekend film, you know. But Easy, easily, easily eighty nine, easily eighty nine. We, we do uh. not live in that world right now, so that, that's that's where we're nothing's going. coming out and it's going to be like that. Nothing, no. nothing comes out that's going to break a hundred million dollars on the weekend. Like it's just too many people not doing the theaters. It's yeah. just, I was happy to see the numbers that they got actually, like getting up there in the twenties. I'm like, all right, man. cool, man. Like. Let's have some legs, guys. Like at least you broke seventy-two million worldwide. Like hopefully they have some legs. So. I was I was hoping it would at least get like forty-six domestically, but I guess too high yeah. hopes. Yeah. So are we gonna talk spoilers? No, we totally can. Do you guys want to talk spoilers? Uh, so yeah, if you're listening or watching, we're gonna talk about spoilers for the Suicide Squad from here on out. I don't have any. I don't have any like spoilers logo to throw on the screen spoilers. if you're watching us, but. Uh, spoilers for the Suicide Squad. But come back if you haven't watched it and listen to the rest of the show, or watch it, whichever you works out for you. And we'll yeah yeah yeah. All right, spoilers for Suicide Squad. All right, what do you want to bring up? Uh, I guess so. A few things, mostly just stuff I enjoyed that you can't really talk about without it being spoilery. Mm. So it's funny when they go to rescue Rick Flag. Like, it was funny because, you know, what's her name? It's like, you know, kill with extreme prejudice. And they kill, like, the first two or three people. Yeah, Waller was like, kill with extreme prejudice. They killed, like, the first two or three people. And I'm kind of like, okay, cool. And then you could tell the two of them are going to start one-upping each other. But as they're doing it, I'm going, these people don't look like militia. And, like, you quickly are piecing together, like, this is what's happening and then of course like the curtain pulls back and there's Rick Flag having a drink with the chick he's like what the hell are you guys doing and I was like man they just slaughtered a ton of people they didn't need to kill <laughs> it's such a like fuck up <laughs> and then they're all they're just like where are my people why didn't they alert me and they're like I don't we didn't run into anybody did you ever go to the grocery store at the same time I don't know what happened and it's hilarious in the sadness that they killed totally innocent people but sometimes you're you're laughing because one of the way they all died because it was totally ridiculous and then two also just the fact that they're just like uh wow we really super bit off way more than we ever should have oh we fucked up right and it was just really funny execution and i just really i really enjoyed that scene for as morbid as that scene is and again you know the peacemaker and blood sport blood sport the two of them going at each other in that scene is just it's it's spectacular i loved it it was good i've got more stuff but i won't take up the floor here so i was gonna ask real quick were you guys surprised to see so many characters that i mean maybe we thought were gonna be more involved in this movie die so early uh, oh God, yeah, yeah. There, I, I was. There was a few. I think the weasel one was really like, oh shit. I was looking forward to more of the weasel. I was like, this character just looks so insane. Like, I want to see this character like in action in this movie. And I then when he dies, me. there was that part of me was like, I mean, and we'll get to the credit scene later. But I was like, oh man, is this real? Like, I know. I was on. kind of bummed. <laughs> I was like, they killed the character that I was most intrigued to watch kill other people <laughs> right? i was super intrigued to see him do his weasel thing and then he died and i was like well shit and then- <laughs> i kept waiting for like i kept waiting for that one moment with um with michael roker where it's just like okay he's like amateurs and just coming off as a badass and i was like all right well here he goes he's about to really get after it yeah, now yeah, just yeah. Kind of, so wait where's he going he runs away <laughs> he turned around and ran into the water i'm like where are you going dude like it was surprising, and I was—I'm not gonna lie—I was—I was kind of bummed when I saw so many people just, mm-hmm. you know, lose, die. Like, I mean, I was really looking. Uh, Pete Davidson's character—I I wanted to up. see what yep. he was all about because I, because like, I think what, Pete what Davidson is absolutely hilarious. He—he he did nothing. Right, like, like, what, all of his scenes, for the most part, were in the trailer. Yeah. yeah, like that's all. Like, it's like it's, you never knew what, like, his, what his it's character. It's like Slipknot from the first one. Yeah, it's like right. you never would have known what his actual like skill was, and mm. you just never even get that. And it's like, well, shit, I wanted to know what he was gonna do. <laughs> like Nathan Nathan Fillion's character that bites was the ridiculous. Dust. Yeah, his Nathan character was TDK. <laughs> um, so ridiculous. 
<laughs> I mean, Jai Courtney, which we knew from the first kids, movie, he dies young. It was a little bum that Boomerang went out quick. That you know, and, and you could tell even Holly yeah. was like Boomer, and it's like, well, shit. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I didn't the think he was gonna make kid. it. Make Sorry, it. Sorry, the detachable kid. Yeah. It's like I didn't think that Boomerang was gonna make it, make it, but I figured he was gonna last a little longer. I thought so. But you know, there's yeah. other ones that I was hoping that he was a. No, I was just gonna but say the like detachable kid. That was another one. It was like yeah. he was so stupid. Like so stupid. literally, his power was like slapping people in the face with his arms detached. I'm like, what is that? Like, this was like. I was like, this is terrible. This is absolutely terrible. Right, and it was. But yeah, it was that was a huge bummer to see so many people get off like within the first five minutes of the movie. Like, I was literally texting my friend because he was talk. We were talking about watching it, and he was texting. I texted him. I was like first 10 minutes of this movie is absolutely game changing. And he was like, seriously, I was like, it, hands down because it's like, you were not expecting mm-hmm. all these people to just get off like they were. And it's like, they killed half their poster that they put yeah. out there for people yeah. that are in this movie. They're all headlining actors and they killed half the poster. I was just like, Whoa, that was not expected. It's like, it's, it's surprising how it doesn't click that it's all a red herring until like, it's literally like Harley and now I can't think of his name, Rick Flagg. Colonel and Flagg. Like, yeah. And you're a little like, oh shit, it was all red herring. Yeah. <laughs> and it all clicks and then Amanda Waller comes up and then she's just like, all right, team two. And you're like, yeah, wow. She knew. Of course she knew. It's Amanda Waller. Like, of course she knew. Yeah. It was, uh, it was kind of game changing there, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not mad at it at the same time, though. No, it totally works. Like it's, it's super a great works. move. Yeah, it absolutely. super works like, out to open like you do yeah. on uh, Michael Rooker's character, and to feel like he and some other characters are going to play a bigger part in this, and just to have them off, and then the the diversion is revealed, and no, it's perfect. Like I, but it's certain characters are a bummer. Again, most notably for me, Weasel. I was just like from the trailers, this character just looks so insane. I was just really, oh. I wanted to see more yeah. Weasel. I'm he like, is oh, totally come off on. his rocker. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah. But I mean that that being said, it's like that's why the things why I thought was so interesting. It's like he took arguably, like I said, one of the stupidest DC characters, Polka Dot Man. And made him so interesting and so mm-hmm. funny and almost like the hero of the entire movie. One of the main heroes of the entire yeah. movie. And it's like, and he was so broken. He was so broken. Mm-hmm. He's like, where do you see your mom? Everywhere. And then they show what he sees. And I'm like, dude, this guy has seriously got some issues, man. It is, it is yeah. not a good situation. Right. But it, it worked. It absolutely totally worked. worked. He's a superhero. It was so fantastic. Yeah. Yep. It was funny because at first, like, you know, he starts kind of like blowing up and you're like, what is wrong with him? And then you realize he has to throw yeah. it up or it's going to kill him. And it's like, yeah. dang, man, that's twisted. He's got to get rid of it just so he can keep. And so, of course, it makes sense why he's just like, I just want to die. I'd be happier if I were dead. Yeah. Because for mm-hmm. him, yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, yeah. and then there's the whole mother relationship on top of it to boot. Like, yeah. it's like, yeah. So broken. I, so so broken. broken. Totally broken. But then, yeah, he's really redeeming. You know, and he, like, gives a crap about people. Like, he points out that the driver got killed, you know, and Harley's like, oh. <laughs> and he's like, the Who's dude who's been with us Such this a great scene. Time. Such a Okay. That was such a great scene. Such a great scene. No, he really, he was really like a really redeemable character, that polka that guy. Yeah. yeah. But can we talk about King Shark? We can. Can we nom, talk nom. about King Shark? Nom nom. I know absolutely nothing about King Shark until this movie. And let me tell you. I, I can tell you one thing. King Shark is my next t-shirt. That's for sure. Dude. 100%. Are you getting? Gonna are you going to try to get the the Mondo clip, the Mondo version that he, that he did of King Shark as Biggie? Oh, the Boss Logic. The Boss yeah. Logic. Yes. Boss Logic. Boss Logic. Yeah, that's what I'm going to try and put on a T-shirt because I loved it so Dude, much. He was, was so great. He was so great. <laughs> For the whole so movie, he was gold. He was gold. He was gold. It was so good. Hard. 
Yes, <laughs> that is your hand. Like I saw that scene dozens of times in the trailer, and I still loved it when they actually uh, when I watched it in the movie. Like King Shark, hands down, one of my favorites as well. Like he was so funny. I like the whole like so funny. Me read me very smart. <laughs> I'm just like you Wear are disguise. What are you gonna do? What are you, what, what are you gonna do? Put a mustache on? Yeah, man, it's you're gonna need a little bit more than a mustache. <laughs> so great, so great. But yeah, the so the boss logic. Um, shout out to boss logic because that's huge. Mm. But no, the boss logic huge. picture where he made the the um, he's gonna he did the the design as a biggie. I'm definitely gonna put that, and I'm trying to decide if my friend can pull it from Instagram and do it. Um, I want to put that, and then maybe put num num underneath it. Like, it I was think that would so be good. amazing. Like I felt bad for him. Like when he had to like shoot out of the thing in the water, he's falling stories. I'm like, don't kill him yet. Oh <laughs> please, I did not want him to die. I don't want him to die. You know, he's getting eaten alive he's by like so little alien fun. fish. I'm like, please don't kill yeah. him. Like he's so he was so much fun. He's oh, so much fun. Was yeah, so that looks like that's. That's what bummed me out about Polka Dot Man too. It's just like I didn't want him to die, and then I was like, I was like, please, I know that because James Gunn said that he's like, do not expect everybody to make it through this film, and right. like I was hoping that I was like, okay, okay, well, we lost half the cast, so that's the people that we don't worry about. But then like things started, bad things started happening to King Shark. I was like, oh god, please don't I kill know. him. Please don't kill him. I know King Shark really had to go through some serious crap there at the end. And I was just, every time I was just like, God, oh, please don't kill King Shark. I really enjoy him. And I was just glad he made it. It was, so it was good. just like, oh, thank God. King so Shark good. made it. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> like, so happy him. that King Shark made it. Um, I was going to ask, it's kind of off topic. I haven't actually watched any of the clips. I've just seen like images. But what do you guys make of like John Cena actually showing up to like, what was it like? Um, one of the late night shows, like in costume. I did not see that. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. I didn't it was, see that. And it, he wasn't there alone. He was there with like Margot Robbie and Idris Elba, I feel like, or somebody else. And they were like just normally dressed. But of course, he's dressed as a peacemaker. And I want to say he did the same thing at the premiere. I think he went to the premiere dressed as peacemaker. <laughs> John Cena takes really? it up a notch. Yeah, it's like, a bit. and I'm, I haven't watched any clips. I don't know, like, what the dynamic is or what cringy? was going on there. But part of me is like, dude, what are you? Why are you showing up to everything in the costume? Like, what's what's you up know, with it, this? It could. I look at that and I, I hear that, and it's like all I hear is like marketing, just because I know that he's going to have his own show on HBO. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So it's just it could be just a little bit more promotional aspects for that. Um, and just really, really excited about this character because it sounds like he had a blast filming it and doing right. it. So it's like I think that that's a huge aspect of it when it comes to like that that self promotion and that marketing is like, well, Dude, it, this is another paycheck and not just that a good one. It it harkens back to his roots of being a wrestler and like playing a character that's so yeah. extreme and so like convicted in his own you know thought processes. So I think it kind of, in a weird way, is kind of home. Kind of, but yeah. So I found a quote. I haven't found it yet. I found an article just now doing some Googling on Screen Rant. James Gunn explains why John Cena always wears his Peacemaker costume. So I'm curious to read this or find okay. a quote on here. Uh, I mean, uh, give us a sound bite here in a minute. Yeah, in a minute while you guys well, chat. But So I'll say like the whole scene with like uh, Harley Quinn showing up to the new president's house, I guess, of the country that they're in. You know, and he, like, wines and dines her and everything. And the whole time I'm sitting there going, this is just so not going to end well for this dude. I'm like, she's just going <laughs> to ruin his life. And I'm like, and part of me is like, how's it going to go down? I'm watching this whole thing play out. I'm like, how is she going to do it? How is she going to do it? Is she going to be by an accident? Is it going to be like she really gets to beat the crap out of him? Like, or what? And then, like, the way it just gets, like, dink, done. And then she just starts talking like, oh, you know, I'm sorry. You had me. And then you start talking about killing kids. And I just, that's a no for me. So hard pass. But thanks, honey, for playing the game. Like, she's playing like a dating game or something. Like, she's swiping left on Tinder going, oh, he kills kids. Never mind. Moving on. <laughs> just, but her answer to that is, I'm going to shoot, right. shoot you in the heart and kill you. 
but it's cool. Moving on. Next person. <laughs> she was like, oh, Harley, God bless you. So sorry, yeah. I was reading something as you started. Were you starting off by saying that you kind of saw it coming that she was going to kill him? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because same here. Like, right right at the but beginning, my, I was like, how quickly is she just going to suddenly, like, kill him out of nowhere? But my wonder was, like, how? Like, right. how creative is this going to get? Like, is she going to, like, accidentally, like, bop him off the ledge? Or is he going to, like, get, just get this shit pummeled out of him? Like, how's how is she going to do it? How's right. Harley going to do it at the end? And in the end, it was just so, like... It was just so quick, but then it was nice because I feel like it turned into such a Harley thing of just like her explaining like the red flags are there, honey. And I've just I'm I'm about me right now and I'm focusing on making sure I'm good. And you're just you're a flag and I I can't do that. And I was just like, God love you, Harley. You you make it make sense. Yeah, make it make sense. And that's what's important. So yeah, the, the the quote. I guess uh, James Gunn was on Instagram, and you know how you can like on your Instagram stories, like you know, have people just ask you questions. You can answer their questions, and yeah, you can. You know, do that. he was like on a flight answering a few questions. What you got? And somebody asked why John Cena doesn't take that costume off with a laughing emoji, and his response was, "He says because he loves it and it's comfy and likes being able to wear the outfit he's been wearing in regular life on the red carpet and on TV shows without changing." Um, so with the weird, all right, that's a little odd. Yeah, <laughs> oh, um, not really the answer I was looking for. Um, it's anyway. weird because I'm I'm sure that helmet can't be that comfortable. I wouldn't think so. And the man's got to be wearing tidy whities. There's just no other way he's wearing those pants like that. Anyways, Anyways, so I'm trying to think what other things that I really liked. I liked Harley Elite escaping, actually. That sequence of her uh, breaking out of jail, that oh, yeah. whole sequence was oh, yeah. brilliantly done. Like with all the floral animation? The floral, no, for sure. But even just her doing the acrobatic stuff, which I realize is a stunt person, but just her getting... Well, the funny thing is, I guess I she... some of it, she did so a most of it. So she apparently did the whole thing with the key herself. Like that, she was able to actually unlock the lock with, with her, her feet. Yeah. I I almost like that doesn't That's surprise me because she's That's very, an immense amount of strength. She's very committed to her roles, but also she was showing off her dexterity, dexterity and her aerobic skills in the first one, even when she was in like the cage. Mm-hmm. So she does train, you know, aerial stuff. So that's not that surprising that she did that kind of stuff. But then like. Just, you know, the gun spinning scene where she's, like, shooting in a shooting gallery that's spinning, but she's spinning, but she's doing it. Right. Like, and then the fence, like, that whole sequence was literally just done and executed so brilliantly. And then, yeah, of course, the end, the music is really gearing up, and she's killing people, and the blood is turning into flowers, and it's just kind of pummeling up behind her and in front of her, and it's splattering on the walls everywhere. And I was just like, this is beautifully done. It was so done. fun to watch. So mm-hmm. enjoyable. It to was watch so fun her to watch. just slaughter so fun to people. Watch. <laughs> it makes me feel like I'm a twisted person enjoying watching this movie where people are just getting just absolutely massacred. Anyway. This movie doesn't hold back. It does not sure. hold back. It is a very R film. Very sure. R film. Um, uh, I was just going to say maybe Ratcatcher storyline is really good. And just, that, I mean, yeah, yeah, that actress was great. And Taika Waititi making a... Kind of a Love seeing Tyka pop in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yasha, you got anything you wanted to bring up? Starro was dope. I thought the kaiju was uh, was pretty funny, and it was really <laughs> was a good really horrible horrible thing. Yeah, it was a really horrible thing. But uh, his Starro was great. Like, I mean. And I love the twist that they have kind of constantly at the end of these movies. I mean, they had a pretty solid twist at the first one, but, the, you know, even though the first one wasn't that great, but this one, you know, the twist of, you know, the government actually being involved. I just love the. I, I thought the storyline really played. I thought it was good. Yeah, it was done really well. So mid credit and end scene. I was going to ask, did you guys catch like any of the random other cameos? Like um, the actress that plays Mantis in Guardians of the Galaxy, she had a cameo in it. Um was I didn't see her. Palm, Palm, uh, what's her name? Anyway, she was the dancer. They go in that club. 
Oh, she was the dancer. Yeah, she was a dancer, like in a red dress, like okay. the one like front and center. They're like okay. walking by. I was thinking she looked familiar, but I was like, I can't quite put my. Name it was one of those things. I'll admit, like when we were watching it, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's her. I have to look this up later. Yeah, it was her. Okay, I I couldn't even picture exactly. It was that it was her. It was mostly just like she looks really familiar. Where do I know her from? Like. Yeah. I just couldn't even like pin that. I want to say apparently there were other like random cameos, but I think that was the big one. But I don't That's I don't know one. anything about any other cameos. I thought it was like hinted, but I caught her. That was it. I I don't I I didn't catch it more than that. No. Yeah. Um Palm Clementif. Yeah. Man, I'm I bat last names today. Forget it. I People need it's to a lot. That's an easy one. Come on, guys. It's just not your day today for the last names. Yeah. Um. So then, yeah, of course, like the very end of the film, right before the credits go, Weasel. Weasel, I guess, is alive. Weasel is alive and so he, free on the island. Alive and well. Yeah. Alive and well. Kicking it on a little island in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Full of children. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> um. And then, yeah, as you mentioned, Yasha, I guess, yeah, we, we know Peacemaker is getting his own HBO Max show, which I think has already been shot. Um, yeah, I, I think, think so, too. I think they're in the editing room on that now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, we get that after credit scene where we see him in the hospital, yeah. and a respirator. And, right. Yeah. Broken leg and it's like legs up in a thing. And I'm thinking, but nothing happened to his leg. Oh, I guess the rubble fell on him. I don't remember. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah. Overall, all in all, James Gunn, I think, really did a great job. I mean, yeah, it was really good. It was really good. Where's it? Where's it rank up there for you? Like DC movies? Pretty high, actually, for DC films. I would say I'd have to really think about it, but it's not low. That's for oh, sure. Oh no, it's way up it's there. It's pretty freaking high up there. It's yeah. It's, I, I I have to think about that. I mean, especially for me, if you just think about DCEU films. Yeah. You know, we're not talking about like the Christopher Nolan trilogy or anything like yeah, before the DCEU. Like, it's way up there. Like for me, it's this is very enjoyable. It's quite a good movie. I have to think about that. Yeah, I, I'm I, I'm asking that. I'm not like saying that I've kind of come up with a top five in my head. I haven't, but yeah, I mean, like for me, you know, there's just it's like Wonder Woman, Man of Steel, like ding ding, like uh, it's it's up there though. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah. Anything else? Check it out. Fantastic film. I agree. Fantastic film. You just have to go into it. I think just acknowledging that it's going to be. I'm going to swear here. Ape shit crazy, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Just go with it. Just go with the ride. Anything else, guys, that I wanted to bring up before we get out of here? Anything we're forgetting? Any last minute things you watch? You're like, oh yeah, that. Mm. No. What's coming out next weekend? That's a good question. We should have know. this ready to go. Free guy. Oh, yeah. Free, Free guy. guy. Oh, yeah. Free, Free guy. guy. That's the big one. Sadly, I'm almost certain I won't be seeing it. Like, I wish I, I was. <laughs> but I probably the, won't. Between COVID and theater situation, and then my own personal life is not going to allow me to do it this yeah, next you're weekend. Yeah, like, you'll so, be out of town next weekend. So between those two things, I'm like, I just I don't know when I'm going to get to see Free Guy. I don't know when. Maybe when I get back from my little trip. I don't know. I guess when, but honestly, probably when it releases to digital. That's probably when I'm going to want to watch. So two or three weeks after it's even out. But movies like Free Guy, a movie that I think is going to, you know, it's garnering enough attention that enough enough people want to see it and it's not available digitally at first. So these are the kind of movies I'm curious in our day and age right now with COVID to see how it does in the box office. Like, how well is it going to do? Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah, we're just going to So how out. about this? What do you guys, what do you guys think about this? I was thinking of this the other day and I just, after watching this movie, how much fun do you think it would be to have a James Gunn direct a Deadpool movie. Hmm. Uh, that's tough. Cause I can see it both ways. I can see it really, really both ways because it's like with James Gunn and after watching how this movie was and then going into something like Deadpool with kind of like the freedom and the quirkiness and the silliness and the violence, 
Like I can see it really working, but at the same time, this is kind of Ryan Reynolds' baby still. So, you know, you wouldn't want to step on any toes or get in his way because if he has a particular vision of how things are supposed to go or how he wants things to go, and now also with the incorporation of Deadpool going into the MCU, they're going to have probably a lot of rules and regulations when it comes to that. But I just thought off the top of my head, I was like, that sounds like it might be a, a really fun kind of thing to do. It could be. It's tough. I think it would be key to know, like, what would the dynamic be between Ryan Reynolds and James Gunn? Like, yeah. would, their, would their humor, like, sync well mesh. or not? Would, it would, mesh? Their, yeah. would their humor mesh? Yeah, because, like, I don't know. And th- it's hard to quite envision it just because Deadpool thus far is where he's at and they've done such a great job with it that it's like it's hard to find that there'd be room for improvement at this point right in my opinion like I don't know I don't know I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's a hard one. I don't know what I think of that. Then I was also trying to think, like, if I could have James Gunn direct anything else next, what would it be? And I also, I'm like, I don't know. Like a comic book movie. Like what? You know what? If there's another, like, comic book franchise, I feel like he could do well. But I'm sure there is. I just don't have anything off the top of my head. I'll be honest. It'd be, it's kind of weird and quirky in a weird way. It'd be interesting to see what he would do with, like, Spider-Man. Yeah. I yeah. don't know why I think that, but I'd just be curious to see what he do with Spider-Man. Like, how dark would he let Spider-Man go? Would he keep it kind of light? Like, where would it go? Would it be more of a humorous Spider-Man? I don't... You know what I mean? Like... That or, like, uh, I feel like it would be interesting to see what he would do with, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, dude, that would be fun. <laughs> that I, that I, I could see being pretty good. If they let it go up to, like, an R-rated... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> if they, that's not Dude, happening. <laughs> that's that would be sick. I would, would be, be down. Sick. I would be down for some some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with R rated with James Gunn directing. Or even I like think, a PG thirteen. I think would be. No, I don't think you need to be R rated with that. I think let it go R. I mean, no. So I, as an fun. adult, don't get me wrong. Adult, I would love would to see fun. it. But as an adult that grew up playing with the action figures and watching the cartoons, and on now Saturday screw morning, all the kids. Screw <laughs> all the I kids. Want. I, I want, want what I want. I want a full, bloody, <laughs> violent R-rated version of this. I'm a geriatric millennial. I want my rated R Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Gosh darn it! All right. I'm cool with that. Actually, I'm very. Oh. I'm going to write James Gunn a little message tonight. Because uh-huh, I have an idea. <laughs> um, yeah, with that, unless you guys have anything else, we're going to wrap things up and get out of here. Uh, as always, we'd love to hear back from everyone listening and watching. You can email us at feedback at flickereffect.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at flicker underscore effect. We are on YouTube, as we are right now, live streaming uh, at youtube.com forward slash flicker effect. You can write questions and comments down below. You can like, subscribe, hit that bell icon. You know the you know the whole routine. Um, with that, I'm David Lott. I'm Yasha Wilson. And I'm Michelle Hillard. Thanks for listening and watching. Mm-hmm.